All right, we are back with our November theme of thanking God for his dot, dot, dot in our weekly wisdom series. And obviously, I'm Pastor James, and on the other side of the table, as normal, is... Pastor Nick. If he said a different name, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, if you claimed to be like Pastor Eric or something like that, that yeah. was going to be confusing. Last week, we talked about <coughs> <coughs> salvation. We can cut it there, or we can keep going. I don't care either way. I took a breath down the wrong pipe. Did you stop it? No. No, we're still going. Well, I-, I can cut it. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. Or we could just leave it. I mean, I know all these teams. It's raw. That's right. It's a raw podcast. <laughs> that's right. Okay, here we go. So salvation was what we talked about last week. Again, looking in Exodus 12, 1 Corinthians 11, just drawing those two passages together. And I thought it was great that Pastor Nick put that at the top of the list because I think that's probably one of the biggest things that we can be thankful for is salvation. But this week we're going to be covering character and we're going to get again be in exodus and then we're going to jump into ephesians again drawing the old testament and the new testament together so what do we got this week exodus 34 looking at character yeah so again uh, the israelites have come up out of the land of egypt they've eventually made it to mount sinai received uh the the commandments in exodus 20 from god um then moses comes down and you know there's the (laughs) The unfortunate uh, scenario in Exodus 32 with the uh, golden calf, and uh, all the while God is still just revealing Himself to to His people. Again, they were so long in slavery and isolation um, that God is really redoing and reshowing who He is to this people. And so Moses uh, is is asking to to see who God is. And what ends up happening is he does kind of kind of see that happen, but God also tells him who he is, right? The Lord descends in verse 5, Exodus 34, verse 5, descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, but who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children to the fourth and third and fourth generation. So God reveals who he is in this passage. Who is he? He's merciful. He's gracious. He's slow to anger. He's abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. And he keeps that love to many people thousands and thousands of people forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin that enough and is 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 that in and of itself is enough but he goes on because again you would say but god what happens if there's wickedness what happens if there's evil and sin what happens if there's brokenness what are you going to do right well he says continuing on but who by no means clear the guilty visiting so again there is something that will be done to the guilty, those who have wronged, those who had sinned. Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and the children's children to the third and fourth generations. Again, before I explain that, notice the contrast though, the steadfast love for thousands. But then if there's an iniquity from a father, it's to the third and fourth generations. Again, a lot of people have problems with that. Why should my son be punished for what I've done? And I think a lot of commentators have settled on what's really getting at here is that if I am a sinner in a certain way, odds are my son 
or my kids may be sinners in that certain way too, right? But that doesn't excuse them from that sin. It's just saying, you know, we all see the cyclical nature of life, right? An alcoholic father may lead to an alcoholic son who may lead to an alcoholic son and forth and give and you know like all those things right um because you really run into some issues about talking about well if i committed adultery why is it good and righteous and just for my son to be punished for that when actually the adultery in and of itself that i've committed does punish and hurt him in and of the self like if i'm married and then i commit that right then that is hurting and punishing my son too right and so i think that's kind of what's going on here but it's reminding us that God is good and merciful and gracious, but also he's just. He will deal with the guilty. He will deal with sin. And so we are reminded his character is perfectly good. He is merciful and loving and gracious and kind, slow to anger. But that doesn't mean he just lets people off the hook. Right. And having a God that we form in our own image to just our advantage is not what he is. His character is perfect and his character is perfectly, I don't know if this is a fair word to use, but perfectly balanced. He's not out of whack one way or the other and he will do what is right. And that's something that we can be thankful for. So let's jump from that Exodus passage and we're jumping forward to Ephesians, which is again is another Pauline book that was written by him. And he's got something similar to say. Right. So again, we see that God is is rich, uh, that, that God is abounding in steadfast love. He's merciful. Well, here we have in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 4, where God is saying, again, after we're told that we were nature by nature children of wrath, like all of mankind, but God, in verse 4, being rich in mercy because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. And raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And then again, so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. And then again, verse 8. I got to keep reading. Sorry. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Oof. I, I was only supposed to read through verse six, but I just had to keep going. It was so good. Um, but again, God's character, he's rich in mercy and he has great love that he loved on us. He didn't just hold that for himself. He didn't just hold that for the son and the spirit. He loved and lavished it on us that even when we were dead in our trespasses, even when Romans 5 says we were enemies of his, sinners broken off in rebellion, he made us alive together with Christ through grace and is by that grace that we've been saved. And he raises us up with him and seats us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So we like we're seated up there in heaven with God through Jesus Christ. What what good character that is that he loved us even while we were dead in our trespasses and enemies of his. He was rich in mercy to bring us into the heavenly places. And that's why we can be so thankful for his character. Yeah. Is without verse 4, but God being rich in mercy and loving us, the rest of that section that we read isn't possible. Without exactly. God being who he is... He's not going to give us life. He's not going to raise Christ from the dead. And, I mean, one thing that 
really resonated with me is that verse 10, right? For we are God's masterpiece. He created us, the NLT says, anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do things that he planned for us long ago. None of that happens without verse 4 happening. The character of God being rich in mercy and taking time and bringing to bear his mercy on me even when yep i i'm i'm in that second half of that exodus package i'm de- i'm deserving his wrath yeah so and thank I'm, god for his character for his mercy for who he is um saving us even while we were enemies um but yet also doing something about having enemies god is trying to reconcile the world to himself so that's a God who is good. Mm-hmm. Let's give thanks for who he is. Yeah, even when we're not. We thank God for his salvation. We thank God for his character. We will see you next week, or we will talk to you next week about anointing and how we're thankful Don't for that. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. All right. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye.